everyone. So this is a, a new thing, very impromptu. Um, I don't know if you can hear me. I'm driving right now, uh, going to hang out with some friends. But anyway, this is, we'll say this is a podcast, I guess. This is mostly just me being really, really bored driving an hour from my home to Richmond. Um, but yeah, we'll call this a podcast. Um, I don't know if this will be a regular thing. It might be. Um, we'll, we'll just, we'll call it road trip for now. So welcome to the first episode of road trip, everybody. Um, anyway, I, I'm Will. I am your, your host and only person. Um, anyway, I, I was just talking with myself as I'm apt to do about social media and about like the different platforms and how, Probably Instagram's gonna win out, but uh, let me let me try to ex- explain myself here. So, Facebook was good at the time, like like when it first came into being, and like when it hit its sort of peak. I guess I don't know. I guess it was probably four or five years ago where it really sort of hit its it, its pinnacle. But then all the old people got on it, and now it's just kind of stupid. I mean, I love I love old people. Don't get me wrong, but they ruin social media. They just, they just do. They don't. Also, you're dealing with a generation that missed uh, netiquette because they were too old, and then you ended up with a generation who was too young for netiquette, and basically you just had a bunch of people who didn't know how to use the internet or social media at all. Um, so of course, you know, we've already seen, and we've already seen things like MySpace sort of fall out of fashion, we've seen, uh, you know, uh, what is, is it, is it Tumblr, I think it's, no, not Tumblr, um, is it Tumblr? No, 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 Tumblr's, hang on, ah, goodness, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the, uh, the photo sharing, uh, app, or website, back, uh, from back in the day, um, I mean, it's still around, but it's not, it's not really big, I guess, uh, you know, online forums, chat rooms, the very, first bits of social media are kind of just dead now. Um, there's very, very few forums. Now, uh, forums, I will say, give the advantage of really, really long posts. And also the fact that you have like-minded people going to those places. Like the RPF, for example, Replica Prop Forum, is still very much a, a forum platform. I mean, they have a Facebook group, which I, I you know, I enjoy better because I'm used to it. But they still have a traditional online forum that works pretty well. Um, but anyway, so those those have kind of died off. And like I think Facebook is on the decline. The one thing that keeps it going is the fact that it has so many users that it's picked up over the years. And it has a very dedicated Messenger app. Messenger is probably the best system, short of, you know, I don't I'm I'm not familiar with iPhone. Uh, app, so I'm not familiar with uh, whatever the app is for messaging on the uh, Apple products, but Messenger's really one of the best and only good messaging apps out there. Um, but I really don't think that it's it's going to last. The brand will last, the company will last, but I don't know if the platform can can survive too much longer. Uh, which which brings me to one that actually will survive, but is by no means I the best one, and that's Twitter. Twitter's been around for forever. Um, the cool thing about Twitter, though, is 
it's almost, it's a very unique platform because it's very open and yet at the same time very, very personal. Uh, it's, and, and it's also a lot easier to interact with celebrities or, you know, more, more renowned people, I should say. Uh, for example, uh, I, I posted a, um, an appreciation post about uh, a, a West End actor I really, really appreciated. And, like, basically, long story short, he kind of, his performance that I got to see kind of brought me back into acting. So I, I posted about it, and within a few minutes, he had commented and, like, was appreciative and, and, and you know, honored that, that his performance did that. And so it was just, it was a really cool moment. And there's, there's always been several moments. Um, I don't know. I've had, it was either, it was one of the writers for uh, the current Batman comics that I had, like, posted a picture of uh, one of the shots from the comic book, and I was like, never knew I needed Batman in cornfield. And it blew up. It got, like, I don't know, I think it got like 100 likes or something. So it, it but it, so you can interact with a lot of people and you can go viral and it's, it's a lot more public, but at the same time, it tends to be a lot more personal in, in what's said and in what's done. It's, so it's, it's, and also it's odd because it's only 140 characters, meaning you either have to get really creative or there's some really weird stuff out there. And, and the thing about Twitter, too, and part of why it will last is because it's just full of a bunch of maniacs. Twitter's full of fanatics. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, if you're on Twitter, you are on Twitter. If, if, that's, if that's, like, what you do, then, uh, I mean, you don't, you don't just... It's like some people get on Facebook, and they don't really post. They might like a few things, but they're basically just on there probably because, you know, they needed Instagram to link up with it or something like that, but they're not really using it, and that's fine. They're just on there, and their information might be on there, and a few pictures, tagged photos, whatever. If you're not on Twitter, if you're not using Twitter actively, you're kind of, you kind of don't exist, Um, and it's like just about everyone I have interacted with on Twitter uses it actively every single day, which is great. And, and again, they're also very, 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 very passionate about what they do on, on, and what they say on Twitter. So I feel like the fan base and the, the user base there is so fanatical that it will succeed and it will ultimately last for who knows how long. Um, and see, it's kind of weird. I'm not going to really get into Tumblr or Reddit because those are more forum blog type things and they're very niche and I, I, I don't think they'll last. I think Reddit will last because of how much information just gets dumped there and how like if you want information on something, you go to Reddit because that's kind of where all of it is. Um, but then I, th- I feel like Tumblr won't last because it's not, at least when I've used it, it's not been user friendly and it's very bloggy and it's very, very angsty, and it's just not a pleasant place to be. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you guys. It's just not pleasant. Um, well, and, and it's, it's hard to deal with, like, Pinterest as a social media platform, because it's kind of social, but it's kind of not, I, I don't know really how to categorize it, 
I mean, I guess it is social media, but I think it will last because for artists, it's a great way to find ideas. If you're a writer like me, you know, I make tons of storyboards where it's just ideas or quotes or, or aesthetics for the stories I'm writing. Um, or if you're, you know, I know like my mom and I have several friends who use it a lot for, for food ideas, for recipes, um, you know, arts and crafts. It's a very common, there's a lot of stuff on there for like arts and, you know, tutorials and just all sorts of different things. So I feel like and fashion and all that. So I feel like Pinterest will also survive because it's like a very user-friendly way to store a ton of ideas, a ton of visual ideas in one place. Uh, but really the two biggest, I think, and I may be completely out of touch with society right now, but I feel like two of the biggest social media platforms right now are Instagram and Snapchat. And for a while, I feel like people have sort of been going back and forth on, you know, which one will win out or which one will ultimately be a success. And in my opinion, it's Instagram. But let me, let me deal with Snapchat first and sort of explain some of the issues I have with that platform. So Snapchat, in theory, works really, really well. And, I, and I'm not saying the app is bad. The app is great. And I've never had an issue with the app other than uh, it does not work well on really bad Wi-Fi, uh, which, regrettably, I have. Um, but I feel like Snapchat doesn't provide a sense of not finality, but a sense of, you know, lastingness. It, it does nothing lasts on Snapchat. And that's really regrettable because there's a lot of things that, and I mean, yes, they have, you know, the screenshot feature or the save snap feature. And, and I, I appreciate that. And I've used it quite a bit, but I like the idea of posting something and it being there for as long as I want it to be. I feel like if if I give up something after 24 hours, then did it mean what did it mean? If it only has a lasting power of 24 hours, did it mean anything? And I, I feel like it's very hard to communicate through only visuals. Uh, and you know, a lot of times, if you send a, a, a private snap to someone, it's usually a selfie or you know, a goofy video with the filter or whatever, which, by the way, I find the filters to be just awful, with the exception of the wrap glasses and anything relating to Batman. Um, I love those, but they can't seem to keep the wrap glass, sorry, words, um, the wrap glasses, they never seem to have that one when I need it, so, yeah, you know, I'm a little bit upset with them, but it's okay. But it might, anyway, when you deal with private snaps, 10 seconds at most. And I just, I feel like my biggest issue with it is there's no, there's no written or, or verbal communication really. And, you know, it basically takes away everything you would want in interpersonal communication. Because yes, you're seeing their face, but you're not listening to them talk, so it's not like a face-to-face -face conversation or even a cell phone conversation or a, a you know a, a video chat. It's there's no written or very very little written words, so you miss out on 
what they're saying or what they're thinking. So it really is just looking at a pic, a selfie, and, and there's little context, there's little emotion with it other than what you can see on their face, and I just, I just feel like there's, uh, there's just not a lot of true connection on Snapchat, and to be honest, that's why I got bored with it and kind of quit using it, I mean, I still have it, but I don't use it, because I feel like it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't connect people. It doesn't bring them together. It's fun. It's gimmicky, and it's you know it's got good features, but it doesn't really cut it for me. But what I do think works is Instagram. Instagram is a slightly slower pace than Snapchat. Yes, it has the stories. Yes, it you know it's it's all picture based, but it provides a longer uh, a longer post than Twitter. And certainly a longer post than Snapchat would allow. A longer caption, I should say. And because of that, it's a little bit more like Facebook. And Facebook has always felt more personal. More, I'm actually connecting and engaging in this person in a conversation. Because they post something and say something. And then I can respond and they can reply. And it's, it's just a very, it's much, it's much more conversational even in public posts. Instagram also has that sense of, like, being there. Like, it's still there. When I post something on Instagram, it'll still be there the next day. And it'll be there until I take it down. So, and of course, Instagram kind of pulls from the best parts of each other platform. It takes the hashtag uh, connectability, if you will of Twitter, it takes the the sort of longer, more personal post uh, captionability of Facebook, but then has the visual element of Snapchat without the the fleeting nature of it. And and I feel like it's also generally more personal. Now, I, the one thing I will say is it's not really acceptable to post multiple times a day. It just kind of comes across as dumb or needy. Um, I kind of learned that lesson the hard way. Uh, people kind of got on me for posting a lot when I first got onto the app. So I try to keep it down to one uh, one post a day. But at any rate, it's a lot more personal. It, it, it's a lot more permanent. That's the word I was looking for. And it feels more connected, more public than Facebook does. Because with Facebook, you usually just post to your friends. Um, I will say, probably two of the things that I would like to see changed uh, that will probably cement Instagram as like the the social media platform is a more dedicated... Um, actually, three things. I'm sorry, three things. Uh, one is a more dedicated messaging system. Because right now, it's it's okay but it's not, it's really kind of a side feature. It's not like the main, it's not a mainstay in the app itself. Uh, two would be a better system of commenting on, on photos, which I did notice in the most recent update, they have replies now where the replies appear underneath, uh, underneath the, the comment. Uh, very much like Facebook does now, which I really appreciate because it makes things less complicated. 
And then the third thing would be um, links in captions. Because having to put your link in the bio is just annoying. Uh, but, you know, those are small things that I feel like eventually they they will fix. Eventually they will add those in. Maybe not. I might be completely wrong. But if they do, I feel like Instagram will really kind of be the, the social media app. And, you know, who knows? Maybe something will come out in the next, you know, two years that beats out everything else. Um, you know, I'm sure when MySpace first came out, when MySpace was popular, people thought that it would be the social media app of the century. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't really... I don't even know if I was playing around with a computer when MySpace came out. But, um, you know, it, 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 for me at least, it's conjecture because I don't know the trends. I don't know everything that's going on. But just from what I see and from what I've experienced with each of those apps, Instagram really kind of is the best one. And I feel like eventually it will win out as the social media app. I mean, but who knows? What do I know? I mean, I'm just coming in for a stop at a stoplight. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't have anything else to say, but, uh, let me think of something. (laughs) Um, oh man. Oh, so this is a, this is a question I, I had, and I know this is kind of an odd, like topic change and it's definitely sort of an odd question, but I, I don't really have a lot of people to discuss this with anymore. Uh, and it's hard to find people who are legitimately interested in the topic, but I, I, I ran across a couple of uh, comic book pages the other day on Pinterest uh, of like Batman and Catwoman sort of, you know, in a romantic situation. And I know that like in the comics currently, they are, I believe they're engaged. If not, then that's like the route they're taking. Um, but my question is, you know, Batman has had a number of romantic, uh, characters or romantic storylines throughout his history. And I'm curious as to like, which one I actually think is the best or which one I would want to see and like which one everybody else sort of thinks is the right relationship for him. Because to be perfectly honest, I'm not a huge fan of Batman and Catwoman. I mean, I have nothing against Selena Kyle. She's actually one of the coolest, uh, no pun intended, one of the coolest cats in the DC universe. But I feel like she and Batman are not suited for one another. And I might be completely crazy, but... um I also, as much as I love Harley Quinn when she's not influenced by the Joker, and how much I love the interaction that she and Batman have, and the sort of relationship that they have is like, Batman sort of has always been there as, he's always sort of been there as like the person to help bring her out of those situations. Uh, If you watch Batman the Animated Series, you saw it, if you know, even in Injustice 2, like, she's working with him, uh, against the, I guess, I don't remember if it's the regime at that point or not, but, you know, and really, Harley is, is a great 
human being. She's just been driven crazy. So she's more tragic than evil. So, but at the, at the same time, I don't ship the two of them, uh, to, to borrow the term, and I'm going very, very Tumblr on y'all right now. Uh, I don't see them as romantically engaged more as I more than I see them being like really good co-workers, really good friends and like Harley being the person who sort of brings out the best in Batman. Cause you know, like, like everybody needs a friend like that who brings out the best in you. And I feel like her personality type complements his in a way where he keeps her level he keeps her from going off the deep end and she pulls out the the kind part or the you know the 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 light the lighter side of batman but uh now to pull away from that uh tangent it really there's there's are there three i feel like there's three but i always forget the third one but for me it's down between oh, i'm sorry there are three uh talia catwoman and and uh wonder woman which for a while, I really thought Wonder Woman and Batman would work together. But uh, I, I don't think so much now. Because it's one of those things where it's sort of an understood thing. but or it's, it's a mutually understood thing. But they both realize that the situation would never allow for it. You know, it's, it, it's one of those things where they're both smart enough to know that it could never work out. So they still admire each other greatly, but they don't push it any further. Um, side note to that. To anybody who thinks that Superman and Wonder Woman should be a couple, I, you guys are crazy. The whole point of Superman is he's a god, uh, and, and if I ever talk about gods in the sense of, of Marvel or DC, I mean more in like a, a Greek, like a mythological god sense. Uh he's a god living on earth trying to be human so why on earth would he want to be in a romantic relationship with a goddess it doesn't it doesn't make any sense it's like that's also it's just like let's take the two most over let's take the two most powered individuals in the DC universe and because they're a guy and a girl let's just have them date no, 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 no. The part of the reason why Superman and Lois Lane are the best couple is because it's a god trying to be a man, falling in love with a human, and, and like, trying to be a human basically because of his love. Like, maybe I'm reading too much into it all, but to me, it defeats the purpose of Superman. It defeats who he is because because if he's not dating a human if he's not trying to be human then he def it defeats the whole purpose it defeats the whole point of that character so but anyway back to my point I don't feel like Wonder Woman and Batman would ever work out and I feel like they both know that so they're fine with it not working out but they admire each other and respect each other very very much I love the relationship that they've set up in the DCEU because it's very much like the uh, Justice League cartoons from the 90s, which I kind of, like, that was my introduction to the Justice League. So I'm very, very happy that they've gone with that route. Uh, so that leaves us with Catwoman and Talia. 
I just, I don't see Catwoman being Batman's equal. And maybe I just haven't read enough comics, uh, but I just, I don't know. And I, I really like, like their interaction. I feel like they're good friends. I feel like they, maybe they even do make a good couple. I haven't read a lot of the recent comics between the two of them, but I feel like it just doesn't, it just doesn't sit right in my mind. Which, of course, leaves us with Talia, which I'm still not sure of, because that whole romance was sort of forced by Ra's al Ghul. But at the same time, she's probably the only romantic uh, character that's Batman's equal. Uh, I mean, she's a pretty impressive character that I think often gets overlooked. But she's... I mean, she is the daughter of the demon's head. I mean, no slouch. But she's also not, like, a monster. Unlike her father. Um, so it's... I don't know. It, I, and I feel like because it was never really requited love that Bat... Like, I always felt like Batman sort of came across as a, as a jerk to Talia. I mean, not not necessarily. Not in every story. But I... I so I'm, I'm sort of torn, I guess. Because for me, you know, Wonder Woman and Batman, that they're the... They're sort of the two that I love watching, like in the Justice League cartoon or in Dawn of Justice, because they work so well together and they... Like, those characters have such good chemistry. But then, of course, Talia, where it's sort of an unrequited love type thing. And then Catwoman, I just, there's just something about it that I just don't get. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling. This is a really stupid topic, but it was just on my mind the other day of, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Just one of those things, man. I, so I don't know. I, I would be curious to see what everyone else thinks if you guys, I don't know what I'm posting this on yet or if I'm posting it at all, but if I post this somewhere, uh, and you guys are listening, please, please let's, let's talk about it. Comment wherever the comment section is and, and let me know about it. So, so yeah, I'm going to check the time real quick because I want to see how long I've been going. I've only been going about 26 minutes. Good. I still have time. Uh, this episode's probably going to be a little bit shorter because I, I was about halfway through my ride. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, let's see, let me find another topic. I'm trying to think about what I want to monologue about. Oh, I want to talk about, at least for a little bit, why on earth do people have to pay monthly or yearly, depending on what package you get, for online gaming service with Xbox and PlayStation. It makes no sense. Because it's like, one, you're already paying for Wi-Fi server. I mean, is it is it because the server... I mean, I, the only thing I can think of is you get the servers. And I guess if you have, like, PS4 Gold or, or whatever the, the rewards program is, you get free games and stuff. But it's like, why would you pay just so you can play basically half of a game that you paid at least 60 bucks for. You know, it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a, I don't like to be snooty in my 
PC master race persona, but I just, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me because if I'm going to pay 60 bucks for a game, I want to have full access to that game, no strings attached, no extra payment necessary. I want to just be able to sit down, play that game, play the multiplayer, play whatever part of it I want, and not have to pay extra unless, say, I get the DLC. But it's just like, I don't know. It it just doesn't, doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. And that's part of why I'll never get a console because I just, I can't afford paying that much per month. Uh, you know, it, so I don't know. And I honestly don't see, other than the exclusives, which for, uh, PS4, that's pretty substantial. But other than the exclusives, I don't see any reason to pay that much extra for a, a video game, uh, for for a console over a PC. I mean, PC could cost more, but in the long run, you're getting a much better piece of technology, and you're going to end up with much, much better graphics. So, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, to each their own. I'm not bashing anyone who buys and, and plays on Xbox or plays on PS4. And to be honest, I played on both. They're both cool. PS4 has better exclusives and so far has had better technology, but that doesn't make Xbox dumb. It doesn't make, you know, Xbox has Halo and we'll have Sea of Thieves, which I'm so excited for. Um, You know, it's had some good exclusives. Uh, I will say PS4 does have Last of Us. It has, you know, I don't remember all of the exclusives, but uh, it has Last of Us. at the very least, so, uh, <laughs> that's good enough for me, like, that's all I need, um, but no, it, I just, I don't know, and also, I don't do well with, um, controllers, I'm a, I'm a keyboard and mouse kind of guy, I like being able to move my character very, very quickly, and in only four directions, <laughs> uh, but no, I, you know, who knows, but uh, speaking of games, I want to sort of talk in this podcast, because this is apparently going to be a new thing now. Um, who knows how long it will last, but it's a new thing. So holla at your boy. I'm never saying that again. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to sort of talk about like what this podcast is, like or not this podcast, what this channel is, what uh, what I'm doing with, all, with my life right now. And that's pretty much nothing. But the, the goal is... Uh, the goal is to create a, a multimedia channel dealing in music, in the arts, in film, in uh, and in games. You know, I love video games and I like playing them and I, I like playing them with friends too. And I like watching people play video games and I like joking about them and stuff. And I've watched a number of Let's Plays and I, I sort of was like, you know what? I need to create this kind of content. I can do this. I, all I need is a screen capture function and and some games. That's all I need. So I just need to get a computer and I'll be there. So that's kind of, you know, that's where, that's where I started, was just the idea of creating a gaming channel 
doing uh, the Let's Plays and all that. So then, of course, I, you know, one of the one of the probably biggest vlogs for me. Uh, one of the the biggest vlogs I've watched or that I've really really enjoyed is Bernie's vlog from Rooster Teeth. Uh, he's like one of the co-founders. He does a lot of you know he's one of the personalities there, but he, he also does a lot of stuff uh, for the company as like a I don't I'm not sure exactly what his job is, but anyway he does stuff. But his vlog is always so both personal and professional at the same time. And I really wanted to create something similar to that. Uh, so that's what's prompted the vlog, which is about to have its third episode uh, at the taping of, of this. So, you know, I want to create something that's personal, but informative, but also fun and, and professional. And I'm probably failing miserably right now, but that will come with time. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So, but then, you know, I'm a huge fan of a show called Ear Biscuits, which if you guys don't know about Rhett and Link, then you're living under a rock, because these those two guys are some of the funniest YouTubers I know, and they just, they do wacky stuff, and they enjoy life, and they're just, they're just really, really good Southern boys having a ton of fun and, and making content out of it, and they do, but they do, but they're very, very serious when they need to be, and I, I love that about them, so they do this podcast called Ear Biscuits, and it's this great, usually it's an interview with an artist or with, you know, a, a scientist or uh, somebody who's proficient in a certain field. And they just, they interview them and they talk about things and they talk about life. And I really, really enjoy listening to the program. If, if you guys don't listen to it already, go check it out. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's a great, great podcast. I don't, I don't always agree with them, but I always respect them because of how they voice their opinions and it's it's a great podcast, but so that that sparked the idea to do a podcast, not this podcast, but another one, a little bit more official, where I sit down and I interview artists on their current projects, and I have a number of friends in different fields of art who are really really awesome people and really good at what they do. So that's going to start in January. It's going to be a monthly podcast where I just sit down and talk with artists about what they do and about life and, and how to create art and whatever comes to mind. So there's that. There's the vlog. There's the Let's Plays, which are going to come as soon as I can get a computer. Uh, now, here's, here's something where it may be... It's going to be very erratic. Those, the, all those things are going to happen on a regular basis as I can create them. Something that's going to be on a slightly less regular basis are the short films. Now, I am not a, a film student. I don't plan on studying film. I might change my major. I don't know. Uh, but I'm an actor, and I'm a lover of good film. I, oh my goodness, I could spend forever talking about movies and, and how good they are. But at any rate, something I want to do, even if it's just as a hobby, is to create films. So I've got a couple of web series and I've got a couple of short film ideas that are either homages, homages, words, something. They're either, uh, you know, a way to pay respect to 
a show or a film style that I like or to sort of try to put into uh, film ideas that have popped into my head before. Uh, for example, I don't. If any of you have ever read any of uh, David Aya's uh, Hawkeye comic books, they're phenomenal. They're beautifully, beautifully drawn. They're very funny, and they run a lot of times like a Seinfeldian sitcom. Uh, and it's because a lot of it takes place between. Kate Bishop and Clint Barton sitting around in his apartment drinking coffee and eating pizza. Like, that, that's kind of like what a lot of the story is about, which I love. It's very, it's very personal. It's very fun. And, and Hawkeye's a great, funny character. And he play, you know, he and Kate play off of each other very, very well. So I want to create a, like a Seinfeld style uh, sitcom with them. Uh, one of the other things I really wanted to do, and this isn't my idea, uh, well, it was sort of a group idea, but I, uh, back over the, uh, back over the spring, I did a performance of Much Ado About Nothing, which is a funny, 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 uh, Shakespearean play. It's, it's a beautiful show. And we all got the idea of (laughs) basically doing it as a sitcom, but doing it kind of like The Office, where, you know, people would have an aside, but they'd basically just turn to the camera, you know, again, like The Office, and uh, say their monologue or whatever. So that's something else I really want to try to create. Um, And again, I don't know if anybody from the original cast is listening to this, but this is an open call. I want you guys to help me out. I want the original cast from that production, if they can do it. Because it was a group idea. Uh... But at any rate, that's some of the, that's just a couple of the things. I've got some uh, standalone short films, uh, some original things I'm trying to write. Uh, so that's you know that's kind of where I'm at with the channel, with the YouTube channel. Uh, there might be a couple of other podcasts coming into into play, but or at least one other. But I need Minecraft for that. But uh, you know, and of course, I've got a lot of other ideas which I might get to explaining to y'all at some point. We'll see. But yeah, so I, I just I want to create sort of a, a multimedia thing, and I you know I'm not comparing myself to guys like Markiplier, but he kind of does a lot of what I would like to be doing, and uh, you know so things like that. Except I'm not nearly as funny, and I'm not nearly, I'm not going to do nearly as many horror games or videos because I just can't, I can't produce two videos a day. Yeah, that, that's, oh my goodness, that, that's unreal. But, um, but yeah, so I'm going to, I think I'm going to wrap things up. I'm somewhere over 30 minutes. I'm at 40 minutes. That's great. That's, uh, right about the time I wanted to get it. So, uh, 45 minutes is kind of the idea here. Um, so anyway, I will, I, again, I don't know where I'm putting anything right now. Uh, this probably won't go up on YouTube. I, I'd like to have it on SoundCloud. So if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, I succeeded. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope this wasn't a waste of time because the audio was messed up. Uh, okay. But uh, I hope you guys enjoy and... 
uh, please be sure to like and subscribe, uh, I guess on SoundCloud, I don't know what the actual term is, follow, uh, anyway, comment, uh, anything you want to discuss with me, I'd be more than happy to discuss it with you, either in comment form, or, you know, I feel like, I, I feel like we're all at a, at a reasonable enough level of closeness for you to message me about it, if you so choose, uh, but anyway, yeah, and be sure to check out my YouTube, I don't really have anything up yet other than the two vlogs right now, but, you know, please be sure to check out my YouTube channel, uh, be sure to check out the Instagram page, um, follow me on Twitter, I'll try to include all of the, uh, links I just sort of dropped in the comment, and something, something below, again, guys, please forgive me, this was a very impromptu thing, and to be perfectly honest, I, who knows, like, I don't, I don't know where this podcast is going, I don't know what I'm going to be doing with this in the future, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, I hope uh, you guys will be willing to listen to more of these kind of weird rambles, and uh, yeah, this is good, because I'm, uh, I'm about done with my with my journeys. So I will see you guys later.